0: odyssey celebrates father's day brought to you by t-mobile you can count on t-mobile to help you stay connected on america's largest 5g network the path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny
2: of evil men blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness Hey, yo. Yo. How's life, man? Really, really good. How about you? I'm great, man. No problem. Good. I mean, that's why I'm good.
1: You guys are here. We're here. Yeah,
2: look at that, huh? Black it's t-shirt. Black t It Time again.
1: It is. Yeah, I had to rotate pants so that I could wear my black t-shirt because I was wearing those black pants for like a week in a row. Mm. So I don't have enough shirts that aren't black to wear with those pants for more than a week. Uh, we need to remind people I need to
2: update my black t-shirts. I was thinking
1: here. about buying clothes. Like, I probably need to buy clothes,
2: but- just I, black T-shirts.
1: Well, I have so many. I don't need any of those, I guess. I've got a lot at this I point. I like new ones, though. Yeah, they do start to fade after mm-hmm. a while. Some of my older ones are my favorite ones because they fit the best. Mm. You can buy the same brand and same size. Sometimes the package of shirts is just well, a little you know, different, you know? Boy. A little mm-hmm. different.
2: We, we need to tell people that about
1: o- Odyssey Live.
2: Yeah, right? I mean, if you want to hear conversations like this, why wouldn't you want to hear more of them? <laughs> yeah,
1: earlier you, you missed out <laughs> no, on a whole imagine. conversation about restaurants and what Lazo did last night with Snow Cone. I didn't see you join us on Odyssey Live earlier. I, I wasn't able to mm-hmm. join him. I listened. Uh-huh. I, I can tell you what happened. They're talking about M Chada, and you should go there and. Stay Why were there. we talking about that?
0: Because, because he was a to go to show with, him? with his mother, his son, oh, and his okay. ex-wife. Yeah.
1: Well, good. There I wasn't go. able to join. Oh to, like, well, wait, talk. you just gave it all away. That was all supposed to be Odyssey Live exclusive. <laughs> you asked stuff. me. So, so that anyway, didn't that is all the information though that I got. I didn't know that you guys were going to dinner. I know that you guys and I'm sure this is common with divorced couples that have kids. Like, when you go to a, a, one of your son's games, do you two sit next to each no. other? You don't. No. Okay, because I, you know, when I've gone to the. I've I would been say 95%
2: games. of the time, we don't acknowledge, acknowledge me. We don't even. Like, <laughs> I I could stand up and be like Roman Reigns, acknowledge me. And she would be like, not a chance. And she'd be like, do not approach a woman. <laughs> right, do not. Yes. So, so, no. So, you don't
1: sit next to each other. No. I don't know why in my mind I thought that sometimes you guys did. When I've been to the games, I know you're in different sp- spots. Yeah. And, uh, Which is then it's like, you know, I want to say hi, right? So
2: it's like, hey,
1: how are you? And then, hey, how are you? But I always wonder, like, you know, you guys have a lot of sports and a lot of stuff going on with your kids. How often are you guys, like, shoulder to shoulder? We don't
2: necessarily – sometimes we don't talk at all. Yeah. Which is fine. Uh, But I will not say, like, we won't argue. Like, you know, I'll be like, hey, what's up or something. But I'm not – we don't sit next to each other.
1: Okay, and then what about the other stuff? But I There's usually like, have
2: like you know I usually have like buddies dads that I sit next to, right. so it doesn't. I don't think it feels that awkward. Well, and I'm, it there might, might be the common. kids.
1: I don't know like, what it. I don't know because I know my would
2: be like, I'm gonna go sit next to mom for a little bit. Right. I'm like, all right. But but you've got other friends that are divorced with kids. I, mean, I got you know- guys who are there with their wives. I sit with them. Right, but what about the divorce couples? I'm
1: guessing a lot of them don't sit next to each other at games i actually i don't know i just I figured that when you're divorcing you have kids you still have to see each other you do when you're divorcing you have i haven't seen my ex-wife since she moved out right so that was the last time i, I saw her but we didn't have kids yeah. if you have kids you got to see your ex yeah and i didn't know what you know what the protocol was i know it's probably different for everyone but i know you have also got to go don't you have to go to like parent teacher conferences where the two of you kind of have to sit in the room together
2: i set up a different time go on my own
1: you do separate ones yep. okay so it's like we're gonna keep everything as separate yeah, we did as not get
2: along I know that. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, some people, I know you know that, but I mean, some people do. I know. That's the some thing. People are like, oh, we just got divorced, but we're still friends, and they, ha- yeah, that doesn't happen. Or it's right. amicable to
1: the point that we, at least, you know, we can, we can be cordial with, when the kid's around. There's well, no we are that. Him. You are that, I know, but you're saying, like, but why even test it? We'll just kind of keep it. Why go to the school
2: at the same time? Yeah. Why? Well, I got, you know, why right. do that? Right. It's just going to end up with, you know, it's almost impossible. You right. know, There's going to be a snarky remark made.
1: Something passive aggressive is going to be said by someone. Exactly. Yeah. And what is the advice that they give divorced couples? Like when you got divorced, other people that are divorced with kids, did they say, like, here, listen, you got to get the separate parent teacher conference times? Or
2: my, uh, I went to a counselor.
1: Okay. That's kind of what I was I did. wondering. Um, what they would say.
2: We were supposed to go together and then she, she didn't go. I
1: remember that. Okay. Right, so yeah. this is where you're supposed so to go. So I just together.
2: went by myself. And basically, she just said, just treat it like a business. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get, you know, you wouldn't talk to people business partners a certain way mm-hmm. and you know it's just you wouldn't about hang out work. with them it's just this is this is how we're going to do it that's it
1: yeah it's just about work and work in this case is parenting it's just about parenting yeah. that's it it's about the kids yeah and then you can keep your distance yeah i'm sure there's couples out there who are divorced who well you know yesterday it was nice it was fine
2: we got along no right. problems. I yeah. know
1: that I have seen you two. That's why I asked, because I have seen you two. And we do
2: like their birthdays together. We always do that. Right. We do, you know. And we I don't kn- do holidays together really. We don't do Christmas or anything together. But their birthdays for sure we do together. And I know some people don't.
1: Okay. Some people I'm don't sure. even do that. But I, you've sent me videos before. Sent us videos before of sporting events, and I can hear your ex sometimes, you know, yeah, cheering sure. along with you. And I'm like, I wonder if they're. Oh, uh, that's because s- I get s- the, the video her. from her. Oh, that's why. Okay, so, so those times I thought you were taking she those videos, videos
2: it because I don't videotape them because I, I'm, I'm just baseball jinxy. Okay, and if I videotape it, I think it's bad luck. Mm-hmm. I get behind the bench. I don't really watch. I crack my knees. It's weird. So this
1: is where you get superstitious. You always make yeah. fun of us for being superstitious, but with your kids, yeah. baseball.
2: Yeah, baseball in general. Sports. Are, yeah,
1: yeah sport, you get superstitious about sports. Yeah. So filming it, that's like uh, okay. That that's like that's bad luck. Throwing money on the. Crap I feel segment. like
2: if I yeah, if I film it, then I'm waiting for something great to happen. Okay, it's so, just bad luck to me. It's bad luck.
1: I didn't know that. So those videos that you've sent over the years, I can always hear her cheering because she's, she's the one filming,
2: right? I and just then, don't know she's. And, right and next if one, to one of the them. kids does something great, i to be like, hey, because she won't send it to me. Yeah. I'll be like, "Hey, once your mom sends that to you, send Oh, that's video. how
1: you get the video." She doesn't send Yeah,
2: she won't send it to me. She's like, "I took that video. You can't have it." I was wondering, like, I am
1: surprised she sent it to you. No. Oh wow. She's is... like, she'll
2: send it. to The kid's like, "Here's your home run," and then I'm like, yo, send that to me." And he's like, "All right,"
1: and I'm over here watching these videos, like, "Man, they're sending right yeah, next to each other." Rate. Yeah, I can hear screaming, and I know he's. I'm all the way filming. down the field <laughs> I'm on okay. the field, baby. The Church of
2: Laslow.
1: <laughs> yo, yo, what's going on? We were just talking about divorce. And I saw this this morning. You may have seen it too. I think of all places, I might have seen it on Facebook. But people, someone posted this original question. I don't know who it was. I just saw it got a lot of people talking about things that you should um, things you should do before you marry someone. And okay. I could come up with I could probably come up with a decent sized list there. But you know, these things are somewhat funny. Like the the top one was listen to them eat a bowl of cereal. Uh, okay. Ask them which side of the bed they sleep on. I don't care about which side of the bed. Do you? I'll sleep on either side. I don't have like a preference. Usually, it seems like the traditional thing for whatever reason is the guy's supposed to sleep closer to the door. Yeah, so I've we can get out from... faster if there's a fire. <laughs> right. He's like, that way you can, you know, protect I me. It's to I'm protect like, you. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm like, no, it's so that I can push you down and run out the door if there's a fire. <laughs>
1: closer to the door. Exactly. And what do you think I'm going to say when I get out there? I'm going to be like, I tried.
2: Right. She was totally
1: out. I can't <laughs> try and carry you. I could get killed doing that. I got to get the dog out, right? I mean, that's a priority. So you're supposed to uh, figure out which side of the bed they sleep on, listen to them eat a bowl of cereal. They're supposed to watch, or watch them brush their teeth. I don't know that I've ever been annoyed by someone brushing their teeth. Is there something there? Yeah. In line with this stuff, I would say that you need to make sure that you've watched them eat and listen to them drink. Because if you've got a problem with that, like if it annoys you, the sound they make when they drink a glass of water, you probably don't like them very yeah. much. If that's enough to really irritate you, then I'm guessing you're not madly in love. You're supposed to make sure that you're temperature compatible, which I do think is probably worth discussing. I don't know that you have to bring it up, though, because it's going to come up on its own. Like My sister-in-law has to have her house at 78 degrees. That is too hot. Too hot. And she comes over to my house, and I'll crank it up to like 72, and she's freezing. And I asked my brother, I'm like, what... You just live in 78? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I don't know how you live in this Arctic weather. So he's gotten used to it okay. over the years. I don't think I could do that. No, mean, neither. If I, was I couldn't with, sleep for sure. I may no be able way. to exactly. live. But. Yep, exactly. I think throughout the day I could survive with a fan. But trying to go to bed at night, I mean, maybe you get used to it. I don't know. But I, I would just think that could be a deal breaker. Either that oh, or yeah. we're going to have to sleep in separate rooms. Right. Someone close a vent and, and I'll open mine. So I think the temperature thing is good. It also says you're supposed to survive one cold and flu season together. I guess it's also because they get sick and they annoy right. you. I heard you saying earlier that uh, sick kids are the worst. Yeah, because you feel bad for them. Is, oh, that's what it is? Okay, yeah, yeah. you said it's because you feel bad for them. I didn't know if it was because they complain constantly or they get, just because they get sick all the time. When I worked at the preschool, kids were sick all the time. And it, it got the adults sick, too, and they're like, right. yeah, that's just part of working with kids. I, I mean, I know that I, I sort of remember getting sick when I was a kid. I do remember my parents getting frustrated with me a couple times. You know, like my my mom yelled at me one time because I woke up in the middle. I am sometimes
2: like try to make it to the toilet to puke. Like do your best. Like that it doesn't even look like you try. That's what she told me. You just rolled over and puked in the bed. That's ridiculous. And and I can looking back now, I understand she got
1: woken up at three a.m. or whatever time it was. Clean up puke. She's in her robe, you know, and she's coming in. And not only did I I leaned over the bed. Cause I thought that's the right thing to do. I won't puke in bed, so it went all into my bed frame. And everything. So she's like, "Why would you just, just puke in the middle of the bed if you're going to puke in the bedroom?" And I'm like, "I'm sorry, but I know as a parent, she probably regretted that later. Like, I shouldn't have gotten frustrated with him. He's sick, but yeah. I also understand, even though I don't have kids, like now I got to go clean up your puke. Right? I mean, I have dogs. If they get sick, I'm not like yelling at them, but it's still you're like, God damn it! I got to clean this stuff up yeah. off the floor, or whatever. Uh, it also says this thing says that you're supposed to um, take an engagement. Trip together, like like travel together, and just see how you handle those stressful situations. For sure, I think that's good advice. Yeah, if you don't travel well together, maybe maybe you'll figure each other out. But I think there's a good chance that that's just going to be a problem. I dated someone that I had, you know, like anytime we go somewhere, she would get so stressed about everything, and I don't know. It just that we had lots of other problems too, but we definitely didn't travel well together. You're also supposed to have a talk about money. What is the talk about money? Like, are you savers? Are you spenders? Do you care about it? Yeah, it says you're supposed to, to agree on fundamental topics yeah. about your finances. So you're supposed to like, discuss retirement, your 401k. My thing is, if you have that discussion with me, I'll just say whatever. Whatever. If, if I was dating someone and uh, you know, I, I liked being with them and they said, you need to put more money in savings. Okay. I mean, I'm, not, I'm certainly not going to be giving the other person financial advice. So if you say this is what we need to do with our money, I'm fine with that. Like, did you have fights about money? In relationships, in your last relationship, or not
2: until we got divorced,
1: right? I never really did either, but I think maybe it's because I just say you can do it. I'm not gonna. I don't have to be in control. If you say I'm not good at saving money, I'm not going to argue with you. If you want to put something away, if you want to use these credit cards to get travel points or whatever, that's fine. I'm not going to do it. Now, one thing that I've never done, and I don't know that I certainly wouldn't put this on a list for people, but they say you're supposed to take dance lessons together. Mm. I've never taken a dancing lesson in my life. Did you take one for your wedding? Believe.
2: Well, I took them in school. Square- say, I've seen you dance. It's pretty impressive. Well, that's square dancing.
1: Square dancing, I know, because I'm a Missouri boy, and we have to learn it in school. <laughs> oh, okay. But I know some couples go and take at least a little bit of dance lessons before their wedding. I saw you did the salsa,
2: though, that one time. I thought you looked good. Oh, yeah, the rose in your mouth? That was
1: something for the radio station. Yeah, I don't remember what that was. I guess I did. Those ladies did help me learn how to bust a move there. <laughs> it was supposed
2: to be classy.
1: Sure. I think I was trying to get on Dancing with the Stars, but... I said I'm not a star. Uh, you're also, I think this is good advice, and people debate this, but before you get married, this thing says you should live together. I think, yeah. of course you should. I understand yeah. that there's like some values that say, no, maybe you're the type that's, you're religious say, we're not going to have sex when we get married. Well, then I guess I'm not talking to you. You're in a different world. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but if you're not doing that stuff, you should live together first. I've known people who got married. I've got two friends who got married and moved in together you know, after the wedding. I was like, man, you've never lived together. Now apparently it worked out, but I feel like you should try and figure out if you get along living in the same house. No, yeah, but how much time you're
2: spending together? That's yeah. the other thing. Like if you don't, act, if they actually have a place, but you spend five nights a week together, then you've got an idea.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, there are problems obviously that can arise when you live with someone. Especially, I think it depends too. Are you moving into a new place together, or are you moving into someone's place? Yeah. That can be. I would say, actually, add that to the advice list. When you move in together, get a new place together. That's probably. You know, a good I idea. think that's probably the the right thing to do because. Uh, I but but more importantly, I just think I do think living together. If you don't get along when you live together, then you don't have to get married. You can just break up. I mean, it's kind of a pain in the ass. You got to move your stuff find a new place. Whatever. It's not as big of a pain in the ass as a divorce. No. I mean, a divorce is a pretty huge pain in the ass. It's worth it. I get it. Yeah. But it's expensive. Yeah, you're right.
2: Yeah. I mean, you'd rather not do it.
1: Yeah. And if you're just living together, yeah, that seems like a huge thing to have to move out. But that's going to happen when you get divorced and a lot more. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just watched this thing last night. This guy had to give up his house. Uh, You know, they were supposed to split everything down the middle. And every time I see that stuff, I don't understand. So I guess when you split a house down the middle, it just means you have to sell it. And then someone gets half.
2: Yeah. Or or you remortgage it and they pay you half.
1: Right. And the, exactly. And like this guy wanted uh-huh. to live there, so I'm like, okay, well, you should just remortgage. Said he killed her and he buried her in the yard. I was like, well, I mean, that's an option. That's, that's one way to go about it. Uh, and you were really upset. about I mean, you are your
2: listing down your options. I mean, it is what it is. We got pros and cons. Yeah. You're also, the pros are. You know, it would cost me money, but you know, I'd be out of prison. Sure.
1: That's that's, that's a pretty good But She'd throw. still
2: be here yes right probably texting all the time well maybe (laughs) that's a possibility so i mean you're just writing down the pros and cons the pros must have been better for him i don't
1: know i just think you're not i never think you can get away with murder Never. even if you get away with it for a little while they're coming and you know that you got to know that so you're looking over your shoulder
2: yeah i just read a story about people who got they might have they were from here oh really uh, Mid American Nazarene College. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's, that's here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. Did well, you ever hear that story? No, but I grew up down there. There's the street a story where like two people. There's a husband and a wife who were involved with that school, and they met a guy, and then oh, the wife and the husband oh, killed wait. the guy. Yeah, I do remember, but this. they left and went to like one went and lived in Ohio. They never talked to each other again. The other guy, he became like something in New York, maybe. I do and then they went and got them like 20 years later somehow. I remember someone from that school. Yeah. I hope I said that school right, but I, I'm pretty sure that's it. That's, that's
1: this, a- is this them? Because I'm reading this article here. It says that these two um, met when they were teenagers in the early 70s. Both worked at a summer camp run by the Church of the Nazarene. Okay. Uh, it says that her dad was a man of standing in the church. She grew up in... This says that this person grew up in Columbus. Maybe there's a couple no, of No, that's it, but then they moved that's here. Her. Yeah, okay, so that, this is them. Uh, it says in 1981, the couple moved to Olathe, Kansas. There so you go, Boom. After Melinda's father got her job at Mid-America Nazarene University. Bam! Nailed it. Meanwhile, David found work at a local bank. Affable and attractive, the Harmons made fast friends around campus. Yeah. One of those friends was a student body president, Mark Mangelsdorf. I'm guessing that's the victim? The guy that No, he's
2: met? the guy. He, well, no. Okay. But keep reading. I don't okay. want, you just said his full okay. name. I don't want to say he did something that, Right, I know. Yeah, I, I, see I wasn't saying either. names I see at first times, at all, but though.
1: I am reading this from Oxygen.com. And right, I'm, but then, then you're like, he's oxygen. the
2: victim, and I'm like, I'm I don't want to say anything. Okay, Ma- the story. Mark and
1: David enjoyed playing racquetball together, and they were frequently seen visiting the Harmon home. Quote, I would pass their house on a daily basis, and I would see Mark's car over there, and it was all the time. It seemed a little strange to me, but I just kind of chalked it up to, well, they have taken him under their wing. People soon noticed Mark was just as close to Melinda as he was to David and began to gossip about it. It was a big deal in a conversation, um, Midwest or sorry, a conservative Midwestern town like Olathe, whose plain employer or sorry, main employer was a Christian university. Melinda warned about it on several occasions by coworkers and members of the community, according to a local reporter, they thought it was inappropriate for her as a married woman to be spending that much time with the student. Around 2:30 in the morning, February 28, 1982, Galen, Richard Bergenstrand were awoken by a loud violent thumping on the other side of the bedroom wall. It was a common wall, the other side being the bedroom of their next-door neighbors, David and Melinda Harmon. There you go. An hour later, Melinda came, pounding on their front door, crying hysterically. She said David had been murdered. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. When police arrived, they discovered a gruesome crime scene. David lay dead in his bed, his face beaten beyond recognition. Quote, the police officers initially thought he'd been shot in the face with a shotgun. His face was just beaten uh, into so much. So now we know who the victim is. When cops questioned Melinda uh, she told them that she had woken up uh, in bed in the middle of the night and seen two black men beating her husband. Okay, she hears one intruder say to the next, quote, I think you hit him too hard. You may have killed him. This is what the detective yeah. says she said. Then um, they then dragged her out of bed and demanded the keys to the bank where David worked in order to rob it. Oh, I do remember the story, the keys to the bank. Okay, yes. So there you go. She did have a slight bruise on her cheek. Anyway,
2: these those people got caught like 25 years later.
1: Yeah. Okay, so that's just it. We were talking about pros and cons of going through with the divorce, or, or trying to murder someone. someone and they yeah. murdered
2: someone, and, it, and like you said, you're always looking over your shoulder. That guy, I think both of them had started new lives, right? And, uh, and that guy was, was like a thinking. marketing executive or something, or she was. One of them was like making pretty good money and like successful. Yeah. And then the cops were like, "Yo, we need to talk to you." The the police. <laughs> right. Did you imagine they show up wherever you are? Oh my. God. Because you know they flew the like, to town about to see it. You. So, say you killed someone in Olathe. Yeah. And then it's 20 years later and you're living in New York City and you're some sort of marketing person or something and you're successful, you're married, you got kids. And then there's just a knock at your home door and it's like, Olathe PD. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know then. I'm going full Koresh. Like, it's some on. Like, I mean, I, I, I know why you're here. Right. And I know I'm caught. I can't come out of here alive,
1: right? I can't, and that's the end. And you can see how long you can trap yourself in there and make your peace right, with God, right? And right, and try to talk, talk to, to him. him. Like yeah. I
2: don't know, but I'm, yeah, I'm. I can't imagine just going out and starting to answer questions after 20 years, right? Because I know you're. I know why you're here. Yeah, there's there's no other reason. You already interviewed me, and I left 20 years ago, and nobody's talked to me since. And now, two late, the police officers show up. Yep, I know. You know. Yep. And it said, yeah. It and I'm about, pretty damn sure later. you can prove it because you're here in New York City. <laughs> God. Right? It's not like I live do think- down the street and you're like, hey, we weren't looking at something. and ah, no big deal. Don't worry about it, Mikey. That, you came across the country to come said, talk to me. It
1: said the cops traveled 700 miles yeah, no, uh-huh. from Ohio to their uh, range. I think they might have been, or sorry, from Olathe to, I think, Ohio. I mean, I don't know. I would just assume that if you killed someone and you were getting away with it for a while, you probably follow the news closely. You're probably looking online to see if there's been any developments back there in Olathe, Kansas. And like, part of the story said that in 2001, the Olathe Police Department upgraded their forensic equipment yeah. or something.
2: I wonder if she's watching well, that. The, like, the oh, way God. I think I read it was that they upgraded their forensic equipment and they wanted to give it a test. Yeah, testing some older cases. So they just said, hey, has anybody got a test? Uh, like an old case that never got solved. Anybody interested? And they're like, yeah, there was this thing at the mid-American Nazarene thing. <laughs> right. So gave the people the stuff. And they're like, oh, well, we caught them. Like, are you kidding me? Of all the cases that never got solved, you pick mine? Right. To test out just to see if your new equipment works? And it does? I know. I see that stuff sometimes where uh, you hear the whole that, story. That's my like, point. Oh, You're going to get caught.
1: You are going to get caught. And now with I'm DNA, not. between DNA and cameras... You're done because even if a camera isn't watching you, commit the act. Which, by the way, there's a good chance that there is a camera watching you now. But even if there isn't, there is a camera that caught you going there. Yeah. You had several cameras, they caught you going back. They know what kind of car you're in. They know which way you're headed. There are so many ring doorbells and traffic security cameras. Yeah. They have them everywhere now. So between that
2: and DNA, you're not getting away no, with you murder. You shouldn't kill people, anybody.
1: No, well, But I understand why you want to. It's a hypothetical
2: world, right. But I understand why you want to. I mean, I'm being honest. It happens, so that's why we're you saying You get that. that angry, I understand, but you just have to like take a breath and just leave. Just leave. Just leave. Like, drive far, far away. The splitting your stuff, the alimony, it's going to suck, but solitary And drive, if sucks you really worse. think you're going to, just drive. 1,500 miles in one day. Yep. That way, when you really want to, you can't like, I'd have to drive 15, and at least in 1,500 miles, maybe you'd stop. Yep. You'd be like, all right, 700 miles in, you're like, I'm just going to go back home. Did
1: you ever think about that? I've thought about that before. About like Just,
2: just getting in your car and driving. Of course. 1,500
1: miles. Because you always see those stories where the cops go, well, you know, if she wanted to disappear, she's allowed to disappear if he wanted yeah, to go of off. Course. So then maybe you tell like one or two people, listen, I'm alive, but
2: you're not going to see me for a
1: while, if ever. And so then they know, and they can tell the cops, like, I talked to him, he said he's fine.
2: But he's just, I guess he skipped I think town. if I did it, I would uh, tell an attorney. That's a good idea. Tell a lawyer. So I would tell a lawyer, you know, right? Because then you have, you know, uh, attorney-client privilege. Yep. And just be like, hey, th- you're my attorney. If people start looking for me, I need you to contact the police. I will keep in contact with you, and that's it. And if they ask where you are, where I am, you don't have to tell them, except for the fact that I'm safe. Yep. That's it. Where would you go? And tell? he's still safe. I know some people would like to go get lost in a big city. I go to a small town. That's what I think. Same. I go to a small I'm going west. town and like, change
0: my name. Yep. Yeah.
2: yeah. Little city, like, Colorado or something. I thought something. of that so many times. North things. Dakota. Yep, where nobody lives. Some small town and work in a kitchen somewhere. That's exactly what I thought. I yep. guess, yeah, walk to an apartment back and forth and My name's Cliff. So, yeah. <laughs> so
1: so everyone's had this fantasy then this of is a course normal. okay good you just right and you walk to an apartment Absolutely. Like a, you have a crappy apartment the anything. no just my, in, in my mind i cook
2: burgers all yeah, day that's it
1: in my mind my style has changed for some reason i'm like wearing you know not full cowboy boots but they're like work boots which I've never worn in my life because I'm just becoming a different person right that's right. part of the whole thing and in my fantasy there's always a pack of cigarettes like a, I don't even smoke anymore but I've always got that pack of cigarettes it's just me and a pack of cigarettes walking down the streets of this T- small town in the middle of nowhere, and I'm like, they- uh, they're not going to find it. And me.
2: people are always, you know, in that fancy. People are always like, "So where'd you say you grew up, Cliff?" He just right. blew into town one day. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The church, the
1: Church of No Yo.
2: Yo, what's going on? Not much. What are you doing? Nothing.
1: What? Uh, what? What do you guys? I know we've, we've probably had some issues over the years. Everyone with being able to sleep at night. I know you, you've talked about taking Benadryl. I do that sometimes. Sure. Uh, maybe you have prescription pills. A lot of people have prescription sleeping pills. I've never had a prescription for those. Doesn't mean I haven't tried them. I think I've tried yeah. them twice. Have you ever taken them? Yeah, for sure. Like on a, reg- on a somewhat ambient. regular basis? Yeah, one of those? Yeah. I- have you tried them, Snowcone? Yeah, I take Trazodone every now and then. Okay, so that's like a Benzo, though, right? Well, I don't know how Ambien works. Pill. It just like switches your brain off, suddenly you're asleep. I anyway, I-, 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 I'm- I can fall asleep. Sometimes I have trouble, though, but there are things that keep people up at night. So what is the most common thing when you're laying there? Maybe you're about to fall asleep, and then you go, ugh, and you get that pain in your stomach because you just remembered something that's stressing you out.
2: Well, I'm guessing for most people, everybody money issues of some sort, some sort of bills that are due, something, you know.
1: Me, I think that's probably me. Like, oh, crap, I forgot to do this, or mm-hmm. I meant to pay that thing today. What's going to happen tomorrow? I'm
2: never going to be able to pay this thing. That's right? a big one.
1: When you know you can't pay future it. Problems. Tra- future problems. Just future problems, probably. Your brain's trying to figure out a way to solve this. Is there anyone we know that could lend us money is that you know and right. and when there's no solution there that can right. keep you up for days and days and days but the top things that people say keep up it doesn't have to be something you're thinking about there are other things you know like you're just uncomfortable for some reason so they asked they pulled all these adults and asked them what keeps them up at night i'll just start at the bottom move up but um allergies at nighttime mm. i used to have that really bad as a kid but man medicine fixes it now yeah. if i got bad allergies i'll take a zyrtec and i'm good the baby crying okay i had kids but kids struggling to sleep Okay. That was a really common answer. I, in the movies the kids always come in the bedroom, right? Yeah. Mom, dad, I can't sleep. Can, do they ever did they jump into your bed did yeah. they do that? Do they still like ever have nightmares and wake up and say I had a nightmare? Or are they nah, too old I'm for more, that? Yeah.
2: When does that end? My oldest did some stuff like you. Yeah, I was gonna say I was in like high, the in high sixth school. grade, seventh grade where he would get up in the middle of the night and walk around. Yeah, that's what He'd I'd be mean. like, ah and I'd be like, yeah. dude, you're here, you're safe. And they'd be like, Oh my god, and then, you know, he'd go back to bed. Yeah, But that hasn't happened in years. That's just like me. I would turn on the light in the bathroom and go sit in the bathroom like
1: flip through a yearbook. I'm trying to get my brain to think about something else. Right. But I think that happened through high school, mm-hmm. at least. But I did get medicated. Right. And that seemed to help quite a bit. But I didn't know when the, you wake up, you have a nightmare, you need your parents' help. I remember being, you know, maybe tween or young teen. And there was a couple times where something scared me. I heard noises. And at that age, you still think when you hear a noise... Like, somebody's probably coming for me. Because sure. of all the movies, you don't think about the actual odds that someone is in your house, right. and then it's probably something else. So you do get scared by that. And by the way, that still happens to me as an adult sometimes, because now I don't have parents in the house there to protect me. So I'm supposed to be the one. Well,
2: you got your girlfriend.
1: I got my girlfriend, but she's asking me to do something. I'm like, I'm not going to do anything. She heard she something. Like, you? Last week, she heard something. She said she thought... I can't imagine she would just... Like, why would that, she I know. ask you? That's what I'm saying. What do you want me to do? Yeah. I was like, wake the dog up. We have two dogs. Wake them up. And she's like, you need to go check it. I'm like, check what? She's like, someone was trying to get in the front door. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like 1 o'clock in the morning. And she's like, get the gun and go to the front door. Get the gun? Yeah. She was that scared. And I was like, I think you might have been dreaming. I can see through the windows right here. There's nobody out there. The light's on. Nothing's happening. But it freaked her out. And I've had that happen before. So did you have to go check it out? I went and looked. Honestly, though, the only reason I had the guts to go look is because I'd already kind of looked out the window and I could tell nobody was there. And I, I've, I've heard – I think I've heard the noise before that she heard because I've thought someone was coming in a couple times. I don't know what causes it. Maybe it's a cat. But I was like, nah, I, if I'd actually thought there was a chance that someone was out there, I would have closed the doors, pushed the dog in that direction, and hope that the dog sees it. You know what I mean? Right. What are you going to ask me to do? I mean, you're, you're a tough enough guy. You'll go to the door and check it out, grab your billy club or something, right? I would
2: go look, but I, I don't think I've ever done it. Because I just, if I'll hear noises, but I'm like, it's just, it's not a thing. It's not, nobody's trying right, to get in. It's right. a tree or exactly. wind or...
1: We're old enough cat to... Cat knocks
2: something over in the kitchen. Like, exactly. I'll deal with it in the morning. I don't, yeah.
1: Yeah. You're, you're old enough to think about the odds and the fact that you are not the center of the universe. And the odds that someone is at your door right now are basically zero. Right. So, yeah, to get scared enough as an adult to say, go check it out. She must have really thought she heard something, Clearly. But I'm just like, I'm not i am Let's
2: if you would do it.
1: That's what I honestly like wonder. Like, was she testing me?
2: Yeah.
1: Was she trying to see if, you know, I've got the guts to go to the door? That And I was thinking that as I'm going. So, like, I guess I better do this. Snow cone, what about you? If you hear a noise in the middle of the night and you think someone's busting in, would your girlfriend send you to, to the door? Yeah. And would probably. you do it? Yeah. Would you put on pants? Would you be scared? Would you grab a there, baseball bat? There, there
0: was time. There was not the middle of the night, but there were times like it was late and there was a knock at the door and I went to go check and see and it. Was, it was Amazon or something. But if it was middle of the night, I assume she would say, go check
1: the door. Do you keep anything by the bed? No. You don't. You used to keep that Billy cl- yeah, the police officer club. Bats around, things. too. Yeah. I used to have a couple aluminum bats. So that was the whole purpose. My brother really scared me with the bats. He's like, if you go to use a bat on someone, just know they could use it on you because you're a coward and you're weak. You know, basically that's what he said with of. a gun. If you grab that thing, I know, I know, but he's like, you're going to get beat with that baseball bat. It's not going to do you a whole hell of a lot of good. If someone's going to break into the house and your scrawny ass picks up that aluminum well, bat, hoping catch good them chance they surprise. get him out, of, get it out of your hands. Exactly. And like if they come in and don't, and I, they don't know what I'm saying. I like, hit him in the head, right? Yeah. Hit him hard enough. I mean, I'm not that strong, but a baseball bat should knock someone to the ground. Yeah. The other things that keep people up, let's see, uh, worrying about the cost of living. So that's the one that you were just talking about. Relationship issues. I don't think relationship issues have kept me up much at night. No. Just seems That's just a part of life. Yeah. And there's no real solving it, right? You're, my brain doesn't think... I got
2: bigger problems.
1: Exactly. I got to pay the, these bills. Right. Or whatever it is. I got to keep my job. The relationship thing, like, that'll be there. That'll be there in the morning. I'll figure that out. You also maybe get to a point where like, if it's not there in the morning, I'll, I'll figure that out, too. Uh, being in a different location than your home was really common answer. People have a hard time sleeping when they're not in their bed. That's a huge problem for me too. Like motels, motels are okay. I really don't like Airbnbs. I don't mind. I, 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 j- I, have a hard time sleeping. I need a fan like blowing right on my face. I need that, that white noise. And when you go somewhere else, sometimes it's hard to replicate that. And I will wake up a lot. Um, obviously if you're sick, then it says partner snoring. Yeah. You, do you guys still snore? I yeah, I
0: do. My girlfriend yeah. hates it.
1: I don't know why mine went away. I used to, I went through a phase. Where I was snoring bad, and people complained about it. And then somehow it just went away. I used to sleep with one of those mouthpieces in. It was the most embarrassing thing. But like Brooke would come over, and I don't want to wake her up. And I mean, it was bad. I, I used to record myself. remember with that app yeah, yeah. that would tell me how bad my snoring was. And so I had that big thing in my mouth, trying not to snore and annoy her. But then somehow it just went away. Uh, so snore, your partner's snoring. You're too cold, too hot. You can't breathe out of your nose. That does suck. Yeah. When you can't close your mouth because yeah. your your nose is stuffed up. Uh, and then you're too hot is the number one answer. It's just too hot.
2: Yeah, too hot's the worst.
1: That's the, I think that's gotta be the answer. I top get up answer. a lot.
2: I'm like, oh, it's too hot.
1: Yeah. And if it's sometimes it's because you're somewhere else, maybe the AC doesn't work as well. But sometimes when it gets really hot in the summer, even if your AC is working like it'll only cool it down. Didn't your guys say it's like fifteen yeah, degrees or so twenty degrees? That's what it yeah. Is, yeah. So when it gets up to hundred It's bad. And it's ninety five at night, it gets up to That pff- never
2: happened to me until I moved here.
1: It's so hot here. Yeah. In the summertime, it's so hot. And it's just gotten hotter and hotter. I remember when Lazlo moved here, got this cool apartment kind of in midtown, downtown. Yeah. So this is a cool spot. I'm surprised that you know more, more people, people don't, don't, live, don't here. live here. This seems really cool. Cost of living is good. You got a lot of stuff. You got yeah. sports enough, teams. Yeah. yeah, it's big enough. This is cool.
2: And then it got to like June. And it was like, dude. I figured out why people don't live here. I remember I was coming back from the casino. I'm like, they got casinos, everything. Yeah. And the bank did the time. Yeah. It was like four o'clock in the morning. It said four o'clock in the morning, 102 degrees. And I, was, <laughs> right. and I really looked at it. I was like, that's why no one lives here. Yep. Like, literally, why you could you go through the summer and you're like, I could live anywhere. Yep. And I could live in a place where it's 102.
1: Yeah. By the ocean, it needs to be near some water.
2: Right, there's no water around at Nowhere. all,
1: and it gets to 105 mm. in the. Summer. And then it's at nighttime; it's totally dark. Like you said, it's midnight. You walk out to your car, right? <laughs> you walk into this wall of hundred degree humidity,
2: and you—that's like, the well, lovely thing about Kansas City is you get the worst of all the seasons. You do, you know, which is nice. What well, keeps the cost of living down? I'll
1: tell you mm-hmm. that. Church of Tune In is the
0: audio platform with something for everyone. News.
1: Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected
0: on America's largest 5G network. Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with slim fast. you don't know,
2: could kill you. the order of hornets. Corpse infected monkeys. This is
0: Headlines on the Church of Laszlo.
1: Oh, what's going on? We're doing the news, and Trump is the biggest story of the day because he had to go to court today, and they unsealed his indictment, which Snow Cone's supposed to be trying to find more details about. Mm-hmm. I was looking for the most recent coverage, and this is from just, I don't know, a few minutes ago on NBC News. She was trying to read it on the air. Donald Trump pleaded not guilty in a Manhattan courtroom, again, to 34 counts of falsifying business records and conspiracy for his alleged role in hush money payments to two women Toward the end of his 2016 presidential campaign, the indictment, the first against a former president, was unsealed in a brief proceeding before Judge Mershon. OK, so I just read an article from The Washington Post okay. from a few minutes ago. They said he pleaded not guilty to the charges. They didn't say what other stuff was in this indictment, which I don't understand, because if they unsealed that, that news coverage on NBC, she started by saying they've unsealed the indictment. And they, Boy, that's all mean. she read was the, the, the thing that about two women, I think, is news. Did right? You find it? We didn't know that there did were two not. women. Try finding what well, else was in there. Was well, it that Karen McDougal lady? I we, don't know.
0: Because we had known that I think there was what there was allegations he had paid her as well.
1: Oh, I forgot that there was someone else. Mm-hmm. I completely well. All anyone's talked about is Stormy Daniels. So anyway, he pleaded not guilty. There's no video cameras allowed in the courtroom, but a few photographs were allowed to be taken. There's a picture of him sitting with his lawyers in court. It's kind of well. I wasn't that hard.
2: Here's to read the full Trump indictment here. Cool. Thank you.
1: You're the newsman. <laughs> I'm trying to pull audio. I'm
2: trying no, to pull okay. do it.
0: You're the okay. producer,
1: for I, I'm busy sake. doing
0: this stuff over here. I got other stuff to
1: do. Yeah, yeah. So what does it say? Any, is there any breaking stuff in there? Uh, let's see. Because they were reading and on that, the news. It's like they were trying to find something good. Here. Read the full Trump indictment, Politico, 10 minutes ago. Oh, it's like it's actually a PDF. Yeah. You have to read through all this Falsifying legal business ease.
2: records in connection with hush money payment, to women he's accused of having affairs with in 2016, including Stormy Daniels, but it doesn't say. So it must be,
1: the big news must just be that it's two women. The grand jury, third count, grand jury, this indictment, falsifying business records in the first degree. Read violation. all
2: 34 charges against Donald Trump.
1: Yeah, I'm just scrolling through here. A lot of them look like they're the same thing, don't they? I don't know how to read this well, stuff. Well, I can read it here. We need a lawyer. A grand jury, uh, let's see, this is the sixth count, defendant crime, falsifying business records in the first degree falsifying records in the first degree there's a lot of these there's another one there's another one is that all of them falsifying business records in the first degree every single one of these seems to say that falsifying business records falsifying business records i'm down to uh count 20 still falsifying business records first degree first degree i don't see anything other than that so maybe we could read through there and see if there's some some sort of
2: breaking news i mean but if you go back and read underneath the counts right it it
1: gives you more details but I'm just trying to look to see if there was anything here towards the end that was different. No. So it's all falsifying business records in the first degree. It seems like the news is is saying that the fact that there's two women involved is probably the thing we didn't know. I don't know. I have not followed the story that closely. So maybe they, maybe people were speculating that he was going to be charged for doing this with two women. So when you said you'd heard of her, I don't know. I don't know if it's her or not. Well, it probably is. I, I forgot. I, I, I there was another one. Yeah. yeah. That was like a long time ago they talked about it, though, right? Mm-hmm. I have not heard them bring that up Stormy, recently. I believe, but yeah. Everything they've talked about with this indictment has been about Stormy Daniels. Mm-hmm. And well, when they said... One. So
2: all of them said, up until this point, Trump account check and stub dated August 1st, 2017, bearing check number. So they have like the check number and everything, yeah. and they give you that information. But then this one says the defendant in the county... This is the 23rd count. The defendant in the county of New York and elsewhere or on about September 11, 2017, with intent intent to defraud and intent to commit another crime and aid and conceal the commission thereof, made and caused a false entry in the business records of an enterprise to wit an invoice from Michael Cohen dated September 11, 2017, marked as record. So that's the first time I've seen Michael Cohen's name in there. Because he's supposed to be
1: their big witness, right?
2: Yeah, but that's the only one that, I mean, I kind of just breezed through it, so it could have said. Oh, here's another one, 26 count Michael Cohen. So Michael Cohen must have turned over these checks.
1: Yeah, I mean, everything that he's talked about, that's what it
2: sounded like this was going to be. He's the one that wrote the checks. But he's not in all of them, though, interestingly enough. Like, uh. So there must be checks, because not everyone says an invoice from Michael Cohen. Okay. Because like this one just says, false injury and in business records of enterprise with Donald J. Trump, account check and check stub, dated October 18, 27, but doesn't say anything about Michael Cohen in it. Okay. So, like, six or seven of them that I can tell say Michael Cohen?
1: Yeah, I'm just looking. At it. So, it's all that. There's nothing, though, that jumps out that I see where you're
2: like, oh, we didn't even know. That They're was the also thing that kind of jumped yeah. out to me was the Michael Cohen thing. But it doesn't really say what they were for. Okay. Right. It just says, no, it just says the- you know, hey, basically, the defendant in the county of New York and elsewhere on or about December 1st, 2017, with an intent to defraud and attempt to commit another crime and aid and conceal the commission thereof, made and caused a false entry in the business records of an enterprise, to wit, an entry in the detailed general ledger for Donald J. Trump bearing voucher number. Eight seven seven eight five and kept and maintained by the Trump organization. So they're saying, I just saying, here's the charge and here's the proof. Yeah, but there's no like details of what they are trying to cover up. Is what I can tell. Okay,
1: okay. I figured if it's unsealed, if there was a big thing, all the news networks would be on it. And the only thing that I see them talking about is him pleading not guilty. And then there is some talk about it being two women. So maybe that's the big story is that it's not just Stormy Daniels. They went and searched the house of the Nashville shooter. Remember Audrey? Oh, Hayes? here's
2: more into it. Okay. I just have more of it.
1: I just have, the, I'm, are you still looking at the PDF?
2: Yeah. From August 2015 to December 2017, the defendant orchestrated in a scheme with others to influence the 2016 presidential election oh. by identifying and purchasing negative information about him to suppress its publication and benefit the oh, defendant's ca- electoral catch and prospects. Kill, right? In order to execute the unlawful scheme, the participants violated election laws and made it cause false entries in the business records. One component of the screen was that the defendants request a lawyer, who then worked for the Trump Organization special counsel defendant, Lawyer A, coverly paid $130,000 to adult film actress shortly before the election to prevent her from publicizing a sexual encounter with the defendant. So that must be Michael Cohen. Um... The payment was illegal, and Lawyer A has since pled guilty to making an illegal campaign contribution him, yeah. and served time in prison. After the election, the defendant reimbursed le- Lawyer A for illegal payments through a series of monthly checks. Mm-hmm.
1: And you guys saw, I don't know if, we, I saw you got another lawyer, but did you see that he had, what's the lawyer's name from the Baby Lisa story? Top, uh, what's his name? Does anyone remember, you know the guy I'm talking about, the guy that was on TV all the time with the Baby Lisa story. He, he was one of Trump's lawyers. Uh, Nick sent us a text the other day about it. I had no idea. Where is he here? Yeah, Joe Takapina. You saw oh, yeah. that, Lazo, yeah, right? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen him uh, brought up today. They're talking about this
2: new now, guy. Now, another one is the catch and kill. So that's not the catch and kill. That's just the illegal payment of Stormy Daniels. That's still part of because that. Because this says, another one, during uh, the catch-and-kill scheme to suppress negative information. Okay. Subsequently, so. 2015 Trump Tower meeting. In June 2015, the defendant announces candidacy for president. Soon after, the defendant met with Lawyer A and AMI's chairman and chief executive officer at Trump Tower in New York County. At the meeting, the AMI agreed to help with the defendant's campaign saying that he would act as his eyes and ears for the campaign by looking out for negative stories about the defendant and alerting lawyer A before the stories were published. The AMI CEO also agreed to publish negative stories about the defendant's competitors for the election. Okay. Wow. Suppressing doorman's story. So there must, the doorman was trying to sell information regarding a child that the defendant had out of wedlock. Oh, Oh. AMI negotiated and signed an agreement to pay the doorman $30,000 to exclusive rights to the story.
1: Wow. Man, imagine that is, you are living a different life. You've just got yeah. money, like you said, Lazzo, money to make people be quiet.
2: Uh, suppressing woman one account about five months after the presidential election and, or about woman one who alleged she had a sexual relationship with a defendant while, she, while he was married. The defendant did not want the information to become public. Therefore, the defendant and AMI and lawyer A had a series of discussions about who should pay off the woman to secure her silence. There you go. They ultimately paid her $150,000. Not
1: bad. I don't remember. Why did she talk? Why was she mad? Does anyone remember when she she had Avenatti, right? She was in the media everywhere, Mm -hmm. tweeting all the time. I don't recall what it was that she was like, you know, it was just because he became president and she didn't like him. And then there was this whole thing about, you know, can you actually pay someone to not talk? And there was the battle about NDAs. This sounds like it's NDAs and Catching Kids. They have
2: phone conversations. Oh, boy. Yeah, woman one's account. So it says, um, in a conversation captured in an audio recording. Cohen's got audio. Okay. I don't know if we knew that. Did we know that? I don't remember that. But it says, um, Cohen said how to settle this whole thing up." the the defendant said, "So what do we got to pay for this? 150 and suggested paying by cash. When lawyer A disagreed, the defendant then mentioned payment by check. After the conversation, lawyer A created a shell company called Resolution Consultants LLC: And that's illegal.
1: Is, I mean that, you're breaking the law then when you do that. You guys said something about how you reg You're not allowed to, to use campaign money for NDAs yeah. Okay. I mean, if that's the law, sounds like they've got evidence that he they broke it. They do him. the
2: whole grab him by the pussy thing. Oh, really? The evidence shows that both the defendant and his campaign staff were concerned that the tape would harm his viability as a candidate and reduce the stance. So they tried, they to, tried to suppress it. that. Yep.
1: I mean, that makes sense. I guess we shouldn't be surprised. Maybe, maybe we already knew that. I don't know. I'd never heard that before. But clearly, that's what they've done. So, and
2: then it says, on or about October 10, 2016, Lawyer A, Woman 2. Okay. so with Lawyer B, to- Lawyer A then negotiated a deal with Lawyer B to secure Woman 2's silence and prevent disclosure of the damaging information the final weeks before. Under the deal, the Lawyer B negotiated Woman 2 would be paid $130,000 for the rights to her account.
1: Wow. $130,000. There's been times in your, both of your lives, all of our lives, when somebody, you did something wrong and somebody knows it and you're afraid they're going to talk. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe you just slept with someone. I don't know. But whatever it is, you're like, oh, my God, what have I done? Mm-hmm. It's never crossed your mind. Like, I'll pay them right. to be quiet. Right. That's not an option. I've never thought I'll just give them a, no. enough money that they'll never talk they'll about. never mention No, that. I think about moving to Wyoming and disappearing. Mm-hmm. I think about a lot of other, you know, probably bad things. But I don't ever think I'll just take money and pay this like, person how to be quiet. how much is going to cost? I don't my have My mind does money. not go to no. how much is this going to cost. When me? you're rich, I guess you probably think it all the time. Hey, we mm-hmm. don't want this to get out. Just pay that person. Hey, I slept with this person. I don't want people to know. Just pay the person I slept with. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. That's a completely yeah, different it life.
2: It keeps going on. So there's more of this. If you want to find it, I did to click through a couple of things. Yeah, but it's it's popping up everywhere now. It literally just started popping up. Documentcloud.org.
1: And I just did Trump um indictment and searched that and boom, yep. it came up. All right, we're gonna take a break. We'll come back and do the non Trump news. The church of Letzlo. Yo, yo. All right. We're getting ready to finish the news coming up. We, I think we covered the Trump stuff that we know. I feel like over the afternoon, over the course of the afternoon, all these outlets, the media, they'll start breaking that thing down and telling us right. everything's in there. But it does seem like there are a few surprises in there. I mean, to me at least, woman two is a surprise. Because we didn't yeah. knew, I don't think we knew that. I think we thought it was just Stormy Daniels. Then the fact that Michael Cohen,
2: it sounds like has audio of Trump. I read in an audio tape secured right. that Trump asked lawyer A, how much is this gonna cost? A hundred and fifty? Right. And so then also there was like a doorman
1: who had a story about, was it allegedly that he slept with someone else while he was married, a different person, and they were trying to uh, and you secure can't, the rights you know, to I don't story. even know
2: now if we're talking about, when I look at it, campaign funds. I, I don't know. Yeah. Because also, I'm sure you can't just do that. I, I guess you can't. I'm sure We've you just learned that. that. Like, I can't just give you $150,000. From your campaign. Maybe not even personally, right? I not Can I, don't I know. give you that much? I don't think I can give you that much as a gift.
1: Oh, you're saying like for tax reasons? Right, like okay. and then
2: falsify it and say as it was a business, something that's else, right? yeah. And I think that's what they're saying he did. Right. So he wrote this down it. as like some sort of business expense, but he just, it wasn't. Right. Created this fake shell
1: company or whatever. Right. And obviously the, the guy who did it, Michael Cohen, which they call him what, Lawyer A in the indictment, he's supposedly going to testify against Trump that all this stuff is true. so. The catch and kill for the doorman story. I'm guessing know.
2: they're not worried about him so much. At least from what I read, they must not be worried so much about him being a convicted liar. Yeah. Cuz he's got
1: tape. He's got the tape. That's at the hand And Everyone, the checks.
2: Like, well, here's the tape manager, you can call me a liar if you want, but here's the tape.
1: I don't think we knew that because every interview I've seen with Cohen in the last few weeks, they're like, "Well, why should people believe you? You're a convicted liar." He never that would have been a time in those interviews when he would have said, "Well, I have I have proof. I have audio." I never heard him say that recently. So they must have been keeping that you know, on the down low until right. the indictment was opened. There, so there's more in there than just Stormy Daniels, which we kind of thought there could be. Right. You got another woman. You got the doorman. I think there was another story uh, uh, trying uh, to catch and kill. The Hollywood, uh, oh, the Bush. What's his name? What's oh, the, yeah, they tried to catch like, and gr- kill that. Yeah, they tried to pay f- to kill and that.
2: And then they, a child out of wedlock from a doorman.
1: Yeah, what's that?
2: Which also, if you're reading this, if you're like the doorman, you're like, damn. How did he know? I got 30K. Yeah. Stormy Daniels got hundred yep, and fifty. Yeah, you're like I'm talking. Right, and then uh, the other lady, like Lady A, Woman A, I think they call her. She got hundred and fifty, and Woman B got one thirty. Woman B,
1: right? What happened there?
2: Like you were twenty thousand dollars less. Right, sorry, you can't. It's second. We're running out of money here. We're just trying <laughs> right. to get a lot of people. Should have got, shut got up. in early.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, we'll do the uh, non-Trump news here in just a couple of minutes.
0: The Church of Leslo.
1: Yo, yo. What's going on? We are finishing doom scrolling, my ma'am. The uh, oh.
2: Nashville shooter, remember the school shooter? Oh, it gets, you know, so confusing. Yeah, I know. You got to be so careful. Many of them. I saw they were kicking Democrats out. Yeah, for protesting. Yeah. They said that. That was an insurrection. Yeah, because they were
1: protesting with these people who were protesting guns. And, you know, protesting, it looked like to me, for more gun regulations. Yeah. Democrats went out and protested with them. And so they kicked them off of their committee assignments or whatever and basically said, oh, well, you know, like you said, they're insurrectionists. Nashville
2: police revealed yesterday that the shooter who killed six people inside a Christian school last week fired 152 rounds. They also said that 28-year-old Audrey Hale had planned that attack for months, keeping detailed journals, even studying the crimes of other mass murderers. Officials have yet to reveal a motive for that attack.
1: They said they uh, seized a shotgun, miscellaneous firearm accessories, and a shoebox, both of which were in a closet, a Winchester shotgun that was resting next to, next to a desk. Uh, authorities say that Hale legally purchased seven guns in total, but used only three, the assault rifles and the handgun, to fire 152 rounds in the attack. There was a suicide note in there somewhere. They uh, s- found writings about uh, school shootings and firearm courses, and they got all this stuff. I've seen some people saying, release it. We want to see... What's in the manifesto? And I was like, "What? I don't like setting the precedent no, that if no. you got something to say, go shoot people, and then we'll 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 you know show it to the world." I know it's happened before, Kaczynski's, and there's been there's been a few, but I don't like the idea. of, There's a lot of reporters who were saying, "You know, ten years stop saying their name." That was before he was
0: caught. This is like the person's dead and caught. He was. I'm going to blow up
1: more stuff if you don't know. publish this. And, and and the idea like we need to release this because it's a conspiracy. I don't.
2: Know. I don't I'm I don't with know the if I re- agree with you guys. Not just trying really. to be. Contrary. Do we have a right? to, I mean, I don't know if we have a right to know. That's one of those things like the right. 911 no, calls or whatever. You yeah, know, I'm not sure how that sure. all works, but should we know? That's, like would it be that's what, would it be beneficial to society to know that's, what this person was thinking, how they were acting? That's what they said. Then could we be like, oh, that is these are warning signs, and these are okay. things that yes, the people who want it. That's exactly what they're saying. Maybe okay. we could
1: learn something, learn about how a school shooter operates, what they're thinking, and, and we could and know, catch the catch the warning signs a little a little sooner. Okay, I guess I'm open to that. But on the other end, you got people saying now you're just going to release this manifesto because they but it they killed a bunch of people, right? Because we know that these school losers. shooters are worshiping other school shooters. They said this right. person had you know writings and stuff about school shootings and and looked into it. Obviously, they've got well, all these firearms and they just take the assault. Again, right
2: there. I think this is just a distraction.
1: Yeah, of course.
2: Right? I mean, it's just a distraction. Now we can argue about whether we should release the manifesto or not. Yep. And that's okay. I think there's a debate to be had on both sides. I kind of think I lean to. Let's it? hear what the guy had to say. Mm-hmm. You know, why'd you do this? You know, and does it lend itself to be on the lookout for more people? Uh, not only I mean the police obviously would read it, but can we read it and be like, yo, this is eerily similar to what the other people were writing? Mm-hmm. Would it give us, you know, an idea of that? I don't know. But again, it just distracts us from gun control issues. And now That's uh, real you know thing. the argument about rumors. is about, you know the manifesto, as opposed to, again, children being executed and we don't do anything about it except kick Democrats off committees.
0: But you right. get how it might incentivize someone else out there who's thinking of it. Are you worried about
2: copycats? It's not just that. We know this person had a uh, room of I would be if I thought this wasn't going to happen tomorrow again. That's a good point. You know what I mean? That's like, But happen. if you told me this happened once every 15 years and you're like, yo, we're <laughs> not going to release this guy's thing. We don't want people. sure. But I'm like, this is going to happen tomorrow, whether we think. Yeah, that's true. With well, this guy. But to true. me,
1: the warning signs, the people that are saying maybe we could learn something about the warning signs. The warning signs are already there. Amassing all these firearms, writing stuff about how you hated school when you were a kid. I mean, there were warning signs. There's just no one looking at it, apparently, or reporting it. I don't know what was going on with his parents. I don't I don't know the situation. But it's like, do we really need the manifesto to know, you know, to get more warning signs? The warning signs, when they search their room and they're telling us this is what they found, it sounds like they had plenty of warning signs already. It's just that so many of these school shooters, they... they If any of us, I think, had a kid like that in our house, I like to think, we would notice. We would catch those warning signs. But most of these school shooters, there were plenty of warning signs, and the parents don't do anything. They're buying firearms. They're writing letters. They're getting angry on the internet. But the parents aren't paying attention to that. So I don't know. Do we really need the manifesto because we need more warning signs? It doesn't do any good if no one says anything about it. I, I understand the argument on both sides. I'm not smart enough to decide. I lean towards don't release it. Stop making these people famous. But... We're I don't know. For some reason, some shooters were making famous and others were not. I don't know if this because this person was trans. I don't know. But maybe it's because it was a, a, a private Christian school. I really don't know. Because we have a lot of school shootings and plenty of them. We don't talk about it more than a day. like the say right. there's another school shooting, and we're not talking about those shooters, so I'm not sure. Hey, Lazo's favorite thing to talk about. NASA had a big
2: Jesus Christ. thing
1: yesterday, and they announced their new uh, Artemis crew who's going to be going back to the moon after 50 years. With yeah. most of the astronaut corps on sure stage, a mega NASA production to celebrate an upcoming return to the moon.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, your Artemis II crew.
1: Yay! This means I get to watch a moon landing live, because no, I wasn't alive. They're not going to the moon. Lazo
0: is on the... I still, You still don't think they're going yeah, to the Yeah, even Joe oh, Rogan flipped. Going.
1: Joe Rogan flipped and said, like, yeah, okay, I'm not a... I, I believe they went to the moon now. Lazo's the last one. He's a holdout.
2: But, like, he, but he's, I, he's, I, I get, I get the in sixty nine. The last one, and we'll say it.
1: That's what I'm saying. You're the last one saying. I get in
2: sixty
0: nine, but now you don't think they still they're still not going to go. Oh, I I don't. Well, I understand sixty nine. They you don't know, have the technology. Right. Whatever. I don't.
2: Right. Uh, I don't think they're going to go. Uh, Maybe right. they will. <laughs> Maybe we have the technology now. Maybe they will. If we do, it'll be the first moon landing. and will be pretty impressive. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> be the first moon. I'll get to witness the first moon landing. I'll be alive. This will mm-hmm. be amazing. Hey, there's uh, the CDC. You know, you had uh, nothing but COVID talk for three years, basically. Now it seems like we're somewhat back to normal. We're not wearing masks most places. Some places are still doing it. It's annoying. But now we've got a new thing to worry about. This fungus. Your kids are probably going to give you this fungus, and you're going to die. Mm, it's going to eat your brain. It's going to get inside your body, and it's going to destroy you. It's going to be a painful death, and the antifungal medications a lot of times aren't working. It's contagious. It spreads on surfaces, and now it's getting... Even more contagious. I'd like a 1,000 people in Nevada have it right now. The
0: alarming spike in cases has been discovered in more than 15 hospitals and long-term care facilities across southern Nevada. The dangerous and sometimes lethal drug-resistant fungal infection, Canada auris, is spreading across the state at the nation's most rapid rate. The CDC
1: just warned the fungus posed a significant threat nationwide. This does not sound like a good way to die. It sounds like a horrible way to die. So get your hand sanitizer, wipe off. Surfaces don't let your kids touch you. I'm not sure, but it's spreading so across the country. get it. Yeah, they get it, and it tra- it, it, it can live on your skin. It says, mm. and then it can live on surfaces. So if they touch a surface, it's on their skin. They transfer it to that surface. You touch it, and now you can get it. And most people don't but know they don't enough. get.
2: They're brain eaten? They
1: do. I think they get sick too. Yeah. Oh. but you don't know you have it but for a we, while. Well,
2: so why, you, why are they just saying kids are transferring it? Down? They're not. It's not
1: just kids, but okay, I, I, I think they're always worried about kids. You I know, thought kids you were schools, saying.
2: Kids transfer it because they were so, t- but we all transfer. We all transfer. It. transfer okay. Yeah,
1: sorry. We all transfer. Oh, it was like some
2: sort of kid thing where they right. don't get sick and they right. just touch their parents and their brains get eaten pick, out. I'm like, what is... That is, yeah. That is a kid's dream. Yeah. It's, like, you're uh, grounded. I'll touch you. <laughs> like, all right. Go outside. Right now, it says Nevada has more super bug
1: fungal infections than any other state. It says they have the most. Um, talking about how it transfers, basically all the stuff that I told you. I don't know much about funguses. I don't know much about lots of things. But I, saw, I keep seeing this on the news every morning, and it, it does not look fun. When I think of someone dying from a fungal infection, you hear those stories like once every couple of years. Someone went swimming in a swamp. Right? Oh, a girl decided to jump in a lake in Louisiana, and then she got this brain-eating amoeba, and you're like, oh, no, stay out of the dirty water. But with this, they're saying it's just transferring on surfaces. The main place that it's transferring right now is hospitals, so it's like uh, staph infections. You know, Hospitals are always worried about staph infections. Now this fungus is transferring in hospitals a lot, so that's what they're worried about. And the CDC says you should be worried. That's all they say, though. They don't say anything about what I should look out for, what I could do to prevent it. Can I get some medicine in case I start to feel sick? So I only see you guys... I really only touch stuff in here and then in my house, so I think we'll be okay. But just make sure you uh, disinfect your hands. I have I guess. Ki- yeah, they could get it at school. So. You have kids. I, yeah, I have a kid. Yep. So just wash your hands. I think that's it. What do you think if your kids said, hey, the school uh, has some news, they're going to switch to four day weeks? It'd be awesome. You'd, you'd like that, right? I know mm-hmm. a lot of parents would be like, yeah, no, you sure. can't do that. I've got to work. Ohio's trying it. A school district in Ohio, the superintendent said, look, the teachers are working. Before the kids get here, then they're staying all night to grade papers. Mm, and real- they're burnt out. They don't have time to get stuff done. They don't get paid enough to be working seven days a week. They need a break. So they're switching. They're going to try four days.
2: Superintendent Blaylock said, Enough's
0: enough. His entire district is now switching to a four day school week. Students will only go in Tuesday through Friday. Mondays is for self guided work at home, while teachers have a student free day at school for lesson planning. We really dig deep. This is about student achievement. And if our teachers aren't 100%, then our students won't get what they truly need and deserve. Yeah. So
1: it sounds like on that fifth day, they've got this you know, lesson planning thing. Sure. That's when We had like an hour in high school. I think they called it lesson hour yeah. or something. You just sat there and you could do homework and stuff like that. But I, I didn't see anywhere in there. If I don't That's want to teachers. go to, if, oh, it's just them? The kids don't so have to go So on Friday,
2: in. the teachers will go in and they can
1: plan okay. their lessons okay. and okay. they don't have kids around. So the, the kids can just stay home on Friday, right? Yeah. That's the plan? I mean, yeah, I, I like assume. That.
2: I listen to the story. I, I don't I, know. You're I the one it. telling it. but
1: I, Well, that's so what I was you asking. You. I wasn't sure. It, but I mean, you read it. <laughs> I mean, <you laughs> know. So I'm asking you to clarify. You know I have mean, a hard time you, clarifying
2: stuff. I misinterpret God. things
1: all the time. So I just want to make sure that, well, that the kids don't have clear, to go, go to I school thought. on Friday. <laughs> hey, sometimes people get confused, okay? I got a lot of stories here. Did you watch the game last night? I didn't. You didn't put any money on UConn? I didn't. I didn't either. Snow cone? Nothing. Why aren't you gambling anymore? I watched a baseball game, We need a gambling sponsor.
2: their
1: dreams come true. It wasn't even close, right? It was like 76 like 19 50, difference, 6, 76 yeah. 59 or something. Yeah. But you know what's crazy? That game, that's Jim Nance's last uh, oh, was championship? That? Yeah. Did you know that? Hmm. Jim Nance. He's not doing that anymore. That was his really? last one. They said he'd done I think they said 32 years. Nice.
2: everybody has a dream and everybody has a story to tell
1: that's not me with the music i was like hey turn the music down guys find
2: that story be kind you told it better than most let me tell you can oh. i tell you one other thing what you, get, it, I mean you don't like that you
1: don't feel sad but- he's like the voice he's the voice you're not sad that he's he's sad he's retiring you know he's not gonna do that anymore that's his last game You're a sports guy. I thought maybe that kind of stuff gets you. Like, if Al Michaels says this is my last football game. And
2: especially, let me tell you, you know, be kind. Like, you're the sports guy. Stick to that. Oh, I get that. Okay.
1: Well, that's. Right? Like, I don't know.
2: Yeah. If I were just, you know, guys, I'm retiring. And let me tell you. Everybody has a dream. <laughs> like I want to puke.
1: Okay, we need more well, gun regulations. Like who did that? Didn't somebody talk about guns? I mean, if or... somebody
2: wanted to do that, that would be like, okay, you want to step up and like message. put it out there. Yeah, I'm done. Okay, anyway. but if you're just like, everyone has a dream, and you should follow your dream. Like, shut up, Nance.
1: Okay. Right? It's just I thought a it was little blah. I just thought it was weird that the music
2: was so loud you could and barely hear And he was like, them. yo, there's too many school shootings, and this is BS, and this is my last broadcast, so let me tell you why. I'd be like, whoa. That's something, yeah. Ballsy. That's... Good for you. Good on you. But Jim Nance is good, right? You like Jim oh, Nance. Oh, I love Jim Nance. Okay. I just, when he was like... Let me tell you something I've learned. Everybody has a dream. I'm like, okay, grandpa. Maybe
1: that's why the director's like, keep the music up. This is lame. I don't want to hear it. Remember that teacher that was shot by a six-year-old in class?
2: Oh, yeah. I heard
1: there was uh, like thought, more
2: stuff about the kid's behavior before. Yep,
1: and she's filed a lawsuit against the school now. I think the principal's already gone. She's also doing interviews now talking about how it completely changed her life, how scary it was when he pointed the gun. The The lawsuit says that the gun had already been spotted by someone. So they knew that he had a gun. They also knew that he had all these behavioral issues. That was a serious problem and no one came in and and got the gun and prevented this from happening. One of
0: the students has actually seen the gun. At that it's point lawyer. in time you have a ticking time bomb in the school. And the school failed to do anything about it. Real. In a $40 million lawsuit filed million. today, Zwerner accuses the Newport News School Board, as well as her former principal, assistant principal, and superintendent of gross negligence and reckless breach of duty for failing to protect Zwerner despite the student's known history of random violence.
1: Okay, I know this has nothing to do with the story, but would you, if, if someone paid you $40 million to shoot you in the chest, but doctors are like, we're going to shoot you, you'll live. We're going to oh, shoot yeah, you with this gun this far away, but you'll get $40 million. You yeah, do it?
2: Course. I, get, oh. I live and I'm not paralyzed. You're going
1: to live and you're not paralyzed. Yeah, of course. You know, it's going to be painful and they have course, to do surgery. wouldn't you? I, I, I think I what? should. Of right, course of course. saying no? Here's my thing. I'm really f- thinking about it, and I'm imagining the moment they pull the gun out. Uh, I think I'm, I might chicken out. I think oh, I might be like, I can't do it. this. If
2: there's some way they could get until you live and you're not paralyzed, you'd do it. Oh, man. I'm just worried that I would chicken out at
1: that last moment. It's like when Johnny Knoxville shot himself with the bulletproof vest. Mm-hmm. That fear, you could just sense the fear. I think if t- someone pointed that gun at me. Uh, I don't know. But, I mean, she looks okay. She doesn't look like she's paralyzed or anything. I know that it was a a serious deal. But the fact that they saw the gun, someone had already spotted the gun, they knew this kid had all these issues, and then they didn't do anything about it. You guys still buy stuff on Amazon, right? Probably something recently. They are changing their uh, ads. So when you go through and you scroll stuff on Amazon, they're going to add a new label that says uh, Frequently Returned. So if it's something oh, that people send back a good. lot, because people can lie on the reviews and the companies can put fake reviews in there. So if it gets enough returns, they're going to tell you about it. People that they interviewed seemed happy the about it. return rate maybe around 20%. And I would say the majority of that is just because things don't match the way i would expected them to. Most of the items are just either wrongly listed. I think transparencies would, would be the, the best route to take here. And it seems like that's the direction they're kind of heading. That guy said that 20% of his stuff has to be returned, a 20% return rate because it's not what he thought he saw. I don't know that I've ever returned anything from Amazon. I had one thing that showed up broken and I called them and they're like, just keep it and we'll send you another one. That's yeah. it. Have you ever sent anything back? No,
2: I've thought about it. I, they've I given
1: just... me money back, I think, more than once without sending the thing back. But maybe right. it's not expensive enough. I don't know, but could you imagine returning 20% of your stuff? Do you guys even pay attention to the reviews when you're buying something? Yes. You do. So is that the first thing you look at is the stars? Yeah. How many stars? And, and then, then I click
2: on the reviews. And you'll start reading about it. Yeah. I
1: mean, they're talking about the stuff being different than what because they expected. Because a lot expected. of
2: times I want to see like a picture of it. Like, what is it actually yes. like? Is it like, you know, like if I'm buying, like I don't know, artwork or yeah. decorations or something. I'm like how like, in the picture it looks big. Right. Is it big? You know, and then I like when people be like, "This is my hand." This yes. Is a, yeah. When they do the the
1: videos for the review, that I scroll right down to those because I'm mm-hmm. with you. I want to see what it actually looks like right. in the real world. All right, Snowcone says we got to take a break. The Church of Blackwell. Yo!
2: Yo! You big bump, son of a bitch! What's going on? Well, you know America stuff. America.
1: Yep. So the you know. Greatest country on earth. Bud Light put out that uh,
2: new Bud can. Light, the
1: greatest beer on earth. Did you see what they did? The new ad campaign. See it, I designed it. Featuring trans activist and TikTok TikTok star Dylan Mulv- Mulvaney. Yeah. So someone, I mean, a lot of people, I guess, are not happy about this, but someone famous is really not happy about this, and he posted a video, and it's already gotten millions of views in the last day. Because wait, but Budweiser they put out a can. Yep, with trans, it says uh, it's, an it's got ad, rainbow colors. Ad, ad campaign it, right? featuring trans activist and TikTok star Dylan Mulvaney. Mulvaney, I don't know how to say it. Kid Rock. What's it look like? Uh, I saw a picture earlier. This one doesn't have a picture, but I need this article open because I've got a tweet I'll here i got to read Hold to on. It. Bud I saw a picture there. earlier. If you just hit images, it'll probably pop up. Bud, or Bud Light Trans. You should be able to see the can. So Kid Rock. You know well, Kid I Rock. I to make sure I can describe this to people. Kid Rock's from your hometown. I guess it's the home of, uh, I don't know, Confederate Southerners or something. I never knew that about Detroit. but Me
2: neither. Kid- well, I mean, any city, man. I know, but Kid Rock really really glorifies
1: right? it. And I'm like, dude, oh, you're from Detroit. And he didn't used to do that at all, but he went full alt-right somewhere after that Leonard Skynyrd song that he did. Mm. And uh, we know he's a big MAGA guy. We know he says really controversial things. So he, he puts out a video about this Bud Light thing. You want to hear it?
2: Grandpa's feeling a little frisky today. Let me uh, say something to all you and be as clear and concise as possible.
1: Pulls out an AR... Was on an Ar-15. Start shooting the Bud Light cans.
2: Bud Light, f- Anheuser Busch. Have a terrific day.
1: All right. So oh, he's got a bunch of Bud Lights stacked up. Across what is he, is he
2: trying? Is that to intimidate trans people? With doesn't the like weaponry?
1: That, doesn't like the idea of the trans thing. So he's mad about that. See.
2: That's frightening. I know. And, you know, and it's frightening because just think about if you took any other... Group? Yes. And started bringing guns like if you into said, Let me tell you something. And Bud Light had just done something with Jewish people. Right. And then you just started mowing down cans. Right. Right? And gay people Hopefully black people. We would people. be mad
1: about that and try Anything and stop
2: it. Anything oppressed, you know? Well, That's not okay. It's, it's not okay. Now, look, and I know trans people uh, a lot of times get mad at me because I think, uh, like, I side with Chappelle. Uh, and uh, I think nobody's off limits when it comes to jokes. That's me. And I know you're going to get mad at me. But this is intimidating, right? This is a machine gun. I know people are going to get mad. It's an AR-15, and it's bullets, and it's like we're in a in a state where... Bullets uh, uh, are flying at all times, hitting, right? Hitting like kids. Hitting kids and people. And we we just had people, like we just said, arguing about a trans shooter. Uh, you know, what Which are you doing? It feels like man? this has something
1: to do with it. So right. The, what are you doing? A father of a Parkland shooter tweeted at him. This is crazy. Fred Gutenberg, his daughter died in the Parkland shooting, okay? He tweeted this, and it's got a picture from the surveillance cameras at the school. Yeah. And there's kids running downstairs, right? So Fred tweets at Kid Rock and says, Hey, Kid Rock, this dad is feeling a little frisky today. Remember Kid Rock said this grandpa's feeling a little frisky. He says, Hey, Kid Rock, this dad is feeling a little frisky today. Let me be as clear and concise as I can with you. This is my daughter Jamie under the black oval because she's been oh, blacked man. out because she's dead. And these are the students running over her for safety to avoid getting shot by an AR-15 that killed her. F*** you. Wow. That's what he said. And good for him. Yeah. I mean, It's ridiculous. What are you doing? And why the fact that people are happy about this video and commenting, you know, it looks like a MAGA crowd to me. Sorry if I'm, you know, being biased, but the fact that people aren't immediately going, what are you doing? Even if you, even if you complain about trans rights, even if you hate trying to get pronouns right, you're not a big supporter. Even if that's you, I would hope that you'd see someone pulling out a gun, shooting at cans because there's something involved with trans uh, ad campaign that you would say, what are you doing? You sicko. So you've right. taken it way too far. How? Would, if he had done this 10, 15 years ago, would he have gotten that a level of support from people? It feels like this country has changed. There are people on, that are extreme, you know, right. kind of on both, both sides, ooh. and they just—they've got their heels dug in, and it feels like we've there's no sanity. I mean. Why do this? What ran through his head, and he's like, I'm going to set this camera up.
2: And why would some sort of trans partnership with Bud uh, even if it, even if you, like you said, even if you're anti-gay, trans, Jew, black, right? Whatever it is. Even if, oh, even if you're yeah. anti-all of them. Yeah. So just don't buy the Bud Light. That's my thing. Like, shut your mouth. Like, what? who cares? Like, what? I don't understand why you would get so worked up. Right. Like, why would you? Makes no sense. You know, I never lined up a bunch of my pillows and shot them with a machine gun. Right.
1: Because I don't like the guy.
2: Right. I just didn't buy a my pillow. Right. That's it. Okay. Seems easy enough. That's it. And I've heard they're great. I just Googled comparable pillows to my pillow. Like, you know, just get a Coors Light, I guess, or whatever you like. It makes no sense. Why do no it? sense. It's just, it's I mean, trying it, to just
1: get attention. It's like, you need so much attention that you're willing to risk people's right, lives. To risk people's lives. And glorify gun, and gun violence. And with no...
2: No... And I know, again, people are going to get mad at me about, you know, Chappelle and Chris Rock and some of the stuff, but... With, with no cultural awareness or... Uh, not bringing a discussion to light right without anything just shooting shooting cans cans. with a machine gun like there's not even a debate to be had that you're just a dick right it's so
1: absurd i've seen him say and do a lot of absurd things this makes there's no absolutely no reason for this and it seems like i would hope that this would be a thing that even people on the right would go what are you doing why, you know, Even if you're a big 2A person, even if you're
2: anti-transit, you would see that and go, what are you doing? I mean, just shoot the cans. Like you said, just don't buy it. Or you could even, if you're a kid rock and you're like, hey, I can say what I want, my voice. And he's allowed to do this. Don't get me wrong. He's allowed to do it. Well, yeah. Well, why not even just be like, hey, I'm not buying Bud Light anymore. Right. But you make a video saying that. Right. It'll be clear. F Bud Light. You could do that. Yes. And I'd be like, all right, man, whatever.
1: Right. You can, I mean, you could but say. But
2: it seems
1: violent. You pulled out a, an AR and started shooting these cans right, right after a bunch of kids got shot with one. Right. And by the way, right after other kids just got shot with one, and right. before that, other kids got shot right. with one. This this gun, there's so much debate about whether or not it should be banned. Whatever you think of it, whether you think, oh, it's not the most deadly weapon, because you got doctors testifying like this thing destroys you when these bullets right. say. So they're saying, you know, there is a reason to ban it. But even if you don't believe that, you have to accept the fact that school shooters love that gun. It is their prop. It is Apparently, they fantasize about it. That gun is used. I mean, Lazo, how many stories have we done about s- school shootings, uh, grocery store shootings, whatever it is? Right. They are always using that gun. It is a prop in their course, mind that they course. need. So just get rid of the stupid thing. I have guns, by the way. I'm not an anti-2A person, right. but I'd like to go back to sanity when we had regulations. Hey, you can't carry it into Chipotle on your hip while it's loaded. And now we're doing that. We're just right. like every state is so afraid to do anything with guns that instead they do right. the opposite. Because you know, you know what? No permits. Well, Florida no,
2: no. just said no permits, no training, no right. nothing. That's just. all. Of
1: I think Missouri and Kansas are the same way. I could be wrong, but a lot of states have just said you don't have to take that class anymore. You, you can. You, do can you, you don't even, you even have to conceal it in a lot of places now. You can open carry. Open carry it into right. McDonald's. What are we doing? What, I don't want to live like the open
2: I'd rather you open carry it than
1: I had a guy at Chipotle with a pistol on his hip. He was not a police officer. He had an old uh uh what's that a Def Leopard shirt on. Probably right. in his like late 50s. This guy did, did not look like he was a
2: police officer, or security guard and he uh, had a, a Glock on his hip. I see him. It's ridiculous. And I always, you know, you have those intrusive intrusive thoughts. You don't act on them, but everybody has them. Of course. And he's just bending over looking to figure out what kind of beans he wants. It happened at Chipotle, and I was like, you know what? I just grabbed this thing and whacked this dude. Right, grab it out of his holster. Or someone He's not else gonna be could. was going to
1: stop me. Right, it's sitting right there. I'm thinking other people could grab it too. This guy, when he, right. I was behind the Like, my hurry line.
2: up! I mean, and I know those are horrible thoughts, but they're just intrusive thoughts. You oh, don't. Of act course, out it's him. like when I you're am.
1: standing at the edge of a cliff. You're like, right. I, mean, I could <laughs> jump right now, but right. someone could grab it. And when this guy was in front of me in line, his his was like sliding down his pants, Lazo. So he had to fix it. He had a girl. I don't know if it was his girlfriend, but his his pistol was literally starting to slide down his pants, and he had to. Oop, had to fix mm. his holster. I wanted to ask him so bad. Why do you have that? Right. What are you going to do with that? I'm not mm. anti-gun, but you guys are. You're you're making me anti-gun right. by being so ridiculous. Hey, the
2: longer we stay here, the more you come to my side.
1: Exactly. The Church of Leslo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? Oh, nothing. Just sitting here, hanging out with you guys, listening. To, why, Snowcone? I gave you a shirt. You need a new shirt. He rotates to so that shirt that he's wearing. Like, looks like it has holes in it. It's an yeah. old radio shirt. Does that shirt is that shirt is needs to be tossed or hung on a wall or something? You've
2: got seven hundred dirty
1: toilet shirts back there. Right. Just put one on every day. They're all clean. I wore one yesterday because I got sweaty armpits, so I just changed my shirt.
2: Yeah. I probably got six of them at home now.
1: By the way, we should give some of those away.
2: Yeah. If you want some, just text us or well, yeah. I guess you got to message us on message us on Twitter, social yeah, media. Go to Twitch.
1: Go to our Instagram at uh, Church of Laszlo, and just. Talk to Snowcone. He, t- he chats with people on there all the time. Dirty chats. Yeah. He does that a lot. I keep telling him, like, you got to delete those messages. Because I can see those, man. We all have the we password. We have the password.
2: Do the dirty chats from your own thing, right? don't dirty chat Get on anyone. Signal. Or, oh, okay. or, oh, my God.
1: Get on <laughs> Signal or something to do that. And delete that stuff after you send it. At least delete your stuff. My God. I think you can do that. It's like, dude, this looks like, I mean, I think people know it's coming from him. Some of them, it's clear they know it's coming from him. But some of are like, this is from the Church of Laszlo account.
2: They know it's him. I see it.
1: Just like you know, we have passwords. It could be any of us. No, I think that's they why he does It's it. like, hey, it's dirty Yeah, he's usually pretty open about it. I guess you know that's that's who the ladies want to talk to. So. Oh yeah, daddy. Yeah, daddy. Mm. <laughs> yeah, daddy. Are right, you a wealthy guy? You're a wealthy guy. right? I'm not a wealthy guy. Well, I mean, by world standards, they always say you're wealthy if you have uh, what is it? Access to two thousand dollars, then you're in the top something percent. Access to it, like you could get two thousand dollars. Like, well, you got. I gotta mean, pay it back. Either at like you have it 18%. in your you have it in your savings, or uh, I guess someone you have to go someone in will give it to me. You might actually bad. have to have two thousand dollars liquid in order to qualify for that statistic. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I might sure. not have it right now. Well, you know they they've done these things before. Like, how can you tell the difference between someone who's wealthy and someone who's trying to pretend like they're wealthy? What's the biggest sign? Right. That me, person like, who well, pays
2: w- with a big wad of cash—that's all the cash they have.
1: Yeah, I think they yeah. carry that around to show it. And it's well, like it's the, just because the they don't have anywhere to
2: put it. Right. I told you that one time. Remember, we were in a Walmart line, and the guy pulled out a big wad of cash. You're like, "Yo," and I was like, "That's everything he yeah. has." Yeah, That's that's his life. Don't savings. be impressed by that.
1: So the people came up with other things that you can do. One of the things I would say, because we've n- known a couple wealthy people, and the thing I notice about wealthy people is that they wear clothing brands that I don't recognize. Like they'll have brand new shoes oh, yeah. on. And I'm like, what kind of shoes that? And I'm trying to be. You know, right. conspicuous. And then I, I Google it. I see the name on the back of the shirt and I look it up and they're $500 sneakers. Yep. And you're like, oh. So to me, that's a good sign, which I didn't know until we, started, you know, until we met some wealthy yeah. people. I would think their house would be the ultimate well, sign. Well, but, but sometimes people can be house poor. That's true. But between their car, their clothes, and their house, I would think you get some sort yeah. of idea. But people say there's other things that you should look for. These are the top ones. Their couches don't touch the wall which I think is pretty funny. Like the house is big enough that their couches are not up against the wall. They've got a huge, you, th- you know, the big open cathedral ceilings. Oh, right. The couches in the middle oh, of the room. Oh, I see, okay. Yeah, they're, none of them are touching the wall. I thought that was a good one. Um, it says if they spend extensive time. None of your couches are touching the wall? Yeah, one of them is. Oh, yeah, one okay. Touches the wall. Uh, they, it says they spend. All of
2: mine touch walls.
1: They do? Oh, yeah, I guess they do. Uh, it says they spend excessive time, even like a full season, somewhere else. That's a good sign that yeah. they're wealthy. They just disappear and they're like, oh, I think they're in Florida or California or whatever. And you hear that repeatedly. They're probably wealthy because they're just leaving. Uh, The quality of food that they eat, that could be where they go out to eat and what kind of stuff they've got in the house. I've never really been in a wealthy person's house, so I don't know exactly what that looks like, but I've seen their clothes and I know that it's all foreign to me. So I assume a lot of their food. To me, it's always
2: like, yeah, when you like the wealthy person, I remember like a kid. I remember going to a kid's house. His dad was part owner of the Pistons. Oh, wow. And I went into the bathroom, and there was, like, a pair of jeans. Like, you know, just somebody left them on the bathroom floor. But they were, like, $200 pair of jeans. But they they weren't. I never remember noticing on him because I think he always just wore his shirt untucked. Yeah. To me, that was the thing where, like, he was wearing $200 jeans. But you didn't know. And wasn't showing them off. That was for just the jeans he wore. I think that's a sign, too. Right. You it sound I mean? like it's not like you're trying to no. show off. No, so if you're wearing something it's all Gucci and everything, so yeah. I'm like, okay, maybe you're trying. But it's the person who you're like, oh, damn. Right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I, to me, right. clothing
1: is a big one. And I think you're right. If you're trying to be conspicuous with it, you've got the jacket with the money symbols on it. Then I'm like, that guy doesn't have any money. Right, yeah. Uh, the next one is... Okay, so quality food. The next one is their teeth. It says, you know, wealthy people go to the orthodontist. That's over true. If their teeth get messed up, they just get new ones. Yeah. And, the, you know, specifically they said in America, it's a priority. Yeah. So you'll, you can notice that. If they're tr- if, if you're wondering, like, are they rich? And then you see they but have bad teeth. But some people are born with it, so... That's true. Some people yeah. don't have to worry about it. Uh, I thought this was interesting, too. You can tell someone's rich by... Uh, how they choose their friends if they're very selective about their friends that they choose and you notice that they don't keep a whole lot of people around and it might be for like various legal reasons they don't want people getting too close they probably don't want people asking for money so they're very selective it says about who they actually become friends yeah. with as adults and that makes sense i would never thought of that but it makes sense uh, minimalist style and decor in their homes never been in a wealthy person's home yeah so mm-hmm. i don't know i don't even know for sure what minimalist is it just means there's not a lot yeah. of stuff right so it just looks just yeah. a nice house, and they're showing it off by how nice it is without hanging a bunch of, yeah. live laugh love stuff on the wall. Yeah, they still have everything's stuff.
2: put away, everything's clean. Yeah, everything you know. Yeah, there's less is more. Yeah. Everything they have is very nice, but less is more. Did you I have your, a buddy of mine whose house. You're like, okay.
1: You went into Nick's house, right? Yeah. I mean, what? How's it look? You can um, tell. I mean, you. I would say not like that. Okay. Uh, you, but but because of location and what it no, is No,
2: Nick's house was beautiful and it yeah. was big. I mean, you know, like and you're in New York City and he's like, "Well, come up to the fourth floor." Right. And stand on top of it and we can overlook the city and have a cigarette. You're like, "Wow." Okay. Yeah. But I would also say when I was there a few years ago, he had kids. Yeah. So there was also so kid like stuff. kid stuff around, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, you know. It was more comfortable.
1: Uh the next one there's two more casually having expensive hobbies. So these are things like. But I'm you know, go- I have
2: a buddy here that is wealthy, mm-hmm. and I go into his house and like you know, everything's put away. Is it minimalist? There, yeah, there's nothing on the counters. Okay. You know, when I went in, I think for Christmas one year he was in there, and it was like a giant white Christmas tree with all gold bulbs that match. Yep. And then when we would watch a game, you know, there's a TV hanging on the wall. Yeah. No cords out. Right. Just hidden. a TV on a wall, and two chairs. Yep. And you're like. Whoa. This is sweet, man. Yeah yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. And they probably have a maid who put up that tree and make sure that everything is picked up. I don't know if you're allowed to say maid anymore. Right.
2: House house helper. I call them Molly Maid, so.
1: Oh, yeah. So you can say that. Casually having expensive hobbies. So these would be things like, oh, I'm going sailing next weekend. Or I'm going skiing. Or yeah. they play a lot of golf. I don't know. Is golf still one that you can kind of tell? I know it's people still, still golf. It's pricey. But it's expensive still? It is okay. pricey, man. Okay. And the number one thing they said is wearing very nice clothing without... The brand identification. Boy, that's so you it. That's what I was saying. Exactly like you're, you're like said. wow. Yep.
2: You walk in, I mean, I just remember noticing that. Like, okay.
1: Well, when I noticed those shoes, I couldn't tell what brand of jeans he was wearing. I know right. they didn't look like Levi's five oh two, but right. I couldn't see the brand. I don't know what brand of shirt. The only reason I got the shoes is because it had a little logo. So I was able to look it up and I was like, Oh, right. those are five hundred dollars. They look like KEDs, basically. Right. But they're five hundred dollars. And yeah. there's some brand you have never heard of.
2: And you probably see most people I see them buying they're like cheap ass shoes. Right. Until you realize, like, but once you know who he is, like, those are not cheap-ass shoes. Yep.
1: Those are shoes
2: that are so expensive that I'm, un, I'm unaware. Yep. They've never been advertised to me in my life. Yep. No well, one ever what mentioned say. those to me.
1: Rich people try and look le- less wealthy mm-hmm. and poor mm-hmm. people try and look. Do you remember, I, I don't remember if you were there, but one time when we were with your wealthy friend, we were standing in this parking We have a couple
2: on, of them. The one that I was talking about wasn't the one you're thinking about.
1: Okay, but you know who I'm thinking yes. about. Yeah. And we were standing there and they were, they were getting the valets to bring everyone's cars. Yeah. And like, where's your car? And I was like, it's okay. Uh, we're going to go do some other stuff. And so, me and my ex, we just walked off. Now, I mean, I was leasing a truck. It was nice enough. Right. But I'm seeing them b- bring up all these Audis and everything. I was like, right. well, no, no, I've got my keys. Don't worry about it. Thank you very right. much. And we just walked off because I was really nervous about that. I knew that's where we were going. Right. They're going to pull the cars up. They're going to be in these really nice cars. And, uh, you know, I yeah. mean, I don't, I think he knows I'm not wealthy, you know? But yeah. when you're around wealthy people, you at least, I don't know, you try, you, you, your shoulders get a little broader. You well, try but there's and,
2: three things. You know, there's wealth, there's power, and there's fame. Yeah. Right? And so, uh, you know, you don't have the wealth or the power, but you do bring a little celebrity to the club. That's what I'm And that's so got, that's right? why, you know, it kind of mixes. And I know that maybe sounds stupid on my part, but it's true. Sometimes you get to mix with people... Better that you. you wouldn't normally be able to mix with because you have a little bit of celebrity.
1: And he was literally a fan of the show. Right. So and that's so you have, it. You
2: know, And sometimes you end up in L.A. with people who are wealthy yep. and powerful, but you have a little bit of celebrity, so you're
1: okay. And you, but you do admit it. You do try and play it off a little bit. Like In your mind, you're thinking a lot about, make sure I don't show them how poor I am. You know what I mean? Just try and yeah. act like it's all not a thing. I'll, I'll offer to pay for something. They're not going to let you.
2: Well, but I offer, always offer like to that. pay anyway. Exactly.
1: Just offer to pay for it. All those things, no matter how broke you are. I just think that it's moment. the right
2: thing to do. It, right. It's weird, too, because if you're out with wealthy people, I'm always like, you know what? I should pay. Because I feel like other people take always take advantage exactly. of So I'm like, I want to make sure that you know that I like you. That's what I'm saying. It's like i on my mind. I'll pay for it. Like, yeah. you don't have to do that.
1: I want to make sure I don't come off like some sort of leech. Right. And that I'm not here to. I have to a really
2: day. good friend of mine who makes a ton of money and he's, you know, we go out to the bars all the time. And I'm like, like I got this. He's like, just stop.
1: But that's like, good. Yeah,
2: but that's I'm good though. Yeah. I'm like, no. And he'll just be right. You're like, okay. That's awesome. But he's not like a dick about it or not. He's just like, you got to offer. I'd love to. It's my pleasure, ma'am.
1: Yeah. That's it.
2: You made the offer. Which is, you know, I, you know, you know who you're hanging out with. If people make less than me, then I do the same. Right. I got. Don't worry about it. I got you.
1: I don't have any wealthy friends, but.
2: Currently. But I if mean, you're out Nick, with Snowcone and you guys have beers, you'd be I like, I got him. you, right? Yes, yeah, I'll same thing. Yes. I feel like that's what he's doing to me. Like, look, I know you like me. It's fine. We don't have to I do this. I got a good more. Point. That's right? a good
1: point. Yeah. point. I'm going to go try and make some wealthy friends tonight.
2: Yeah, do it, man. Well, let's
1: start a website. Suck well, their dicks. Wealthy friend finder. <laughs> don't run. Snow Cone, he's like, oh, I have to do oh, something now. I have to push a button. That just works now. You oh, have to throw man. that shirt away, Snow Shut cone. up. You look yeah. like a bum. It's what are you fine. doing? Shut it's not up. fine. What size shirt? poor friend. Here's a shirt. Wear this shirt. We I haven't shirt. done laundry with really. you. Shut up. <laughs> Jesus. Poor But we've got so many friend. shirts. the thing.
2: We're done. Poor Spencer. Didn't you have a friend called Poor Mike?
1: Well, I mean, we fought on the school bus. Yeah. I got him bloodied.
2: Yeah, he beat your ass, though, didn't he?
1: Uh, he gave me free McDonald's like you, you got t- someone ten, bloody. 10 years later. Oh yeah, he was bleeding bad. I was bleeding too. He got he gave me a bloody nose, but I, he, mm. I cut his lip and his nose. Well. The, the bus driver's handing him paper towels. We Good broke the show window. Poor
2: Mike, stay positive, kids. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure
0: convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively Sports. Clock at 4. Doncic. The step back three, you bet. Music.
2: You set my world on fire. Yes,
0: and even podcasts, whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to
1: TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
0: Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.